You are listening to Deeply Connected. I'm your host, Ludmiwa Woodruff, and I am here to help you heal relationship patterns with yourself and others so you can create conscious relationships through connection and authentic love. Now, let's focus on getting you deeply connected to yourself and those around you. If I'm a woman, say, this is how it feels for me. Hey, babe, what, what I just heard doesn't feel great for me. And if you no. shut down and you cannot have this moment with me, it becomes problematic. Add the kids to the, to the equation that are very emotional and they are figuring out the world. We need to be able to hold space for, for all the emotions in some way. You don't have to be my girlfriend because I have my girlfriends as a woman Correct. to have conversations that, you know, I need to have. If my I, man if is I'm, my best friend. Yes. <laughs> he is in many ways, but yes. he's not my girlfriend. No. He's not my girlfriend. He doesn't want to hear about your body shaming. No. He doesn't no. want to hear about Please the shoes just, you bought. It's, it's, call your, yeah. fr- call your call friends. Call your friend. And also when, when you are in a tough situation, maybe with your partner, and I say, don't talk about your partner to your friends, but you can still talk about him, but how you talk about him. Right? Matters. You can, correct. How you express yourself really matters. Hold yourself to a higher standard how you communicate. For example, there is something happening within your relationship and you you need some support, let's say, mm-hmm. right? Call your friend and say, I really need your support right now, but from a loving space. This is where I'm struggling. And this is, I just need you to be loving with me, not to bash him, but... And I'm not understanding his Correct. side and I'm looking Correct. for an unbiased opinion. Correct. Can you Before, help? Maybe you see something I don't. Before I go and talk to him. Correct. You also have to have the skills to help yourself. Correct. To trust your yes. own knowing and understanding what is happening in the situation. It's, it's okay. It's life. This is life. This <laughs> yes. is literally life. This is life. So do, do you see it's we as women, uh, if we're high achievers, this is, I think, what is happening if you married before doing any internal work on yourself on how to love myself well, how to recognize my patterns, you get married. And then what I see with a lot of high achievers, or you attract a man that is not as successful as you or not as motivated. So you are pulling the marriage, you are pulling the business, you are doing everything in all aspects of your life. And at some point you are done. Right. And that's, that's why you get a divorce or sometimes you martyred your yes, way you through martyred, the relationship. Correct. Correct. But what I see problematic is that if you are encountering any challenges in relationships or dating, get some support. Mm. I don't understand how this is so normal to pay for mentorship and masterminds in business. You will pay, you will put the time, the energy, everything, whatever is needed, you will do it on a weekend at night. But when it comes to relationships and your heart and your healing, it's like secondary or almost at the end of the list. But when you talk to women, what do you want? I want love and I want connection and I want to feel calm and content. Why aren't you investing in that? Mm. Why aren't you investing in that? Because it's it's a skill. It Those is. Those are sets of no, skills and understanding. We think because we we've are seen not. our families that yeah. are married and have been yeah. in relationships before, we should know how to do mm-hmm. this. This should come natural. This should be the natural part of life. So look and at your it- family. How natural was that? Do you want to repeat <laughs> the same family dynamics no. that you've experienced? That's the question. When I look at my mom, I love my mom. 
But then when my dad died, I don't know how their relationship was. I think it was great. But her second relationship after that, I didn't want that. Mm. So where can I learn how a normal relationship, normal, let's say how a relationship looks like when it's healthy communication, when it's healthy conflict resolution? I don't say perfect, but healthy, intentional, more conscious. And let's not be confused when we say conscious. It doesn't mean we are all now enlightened and we are constantly conscious because we are not. We are not ever 100%. We are always elevating. Right. We are always learning and we are always finding new ways of, of looking at ourselves in the world. So let's be honest. Nobody's, you know, enlightened to the, to the <laughs> level that your work is done. Correct. But you can become more aware and more conscious and more intentional, 100% more intentional um, in your relationship. So I, because I wanted to be happily married, I needed to learn how to love well, but how to love myself well first before I love anybody else. Because if I don't love myself well, how will I love my partner well and my kids? No idea. Consider really recognizing all the areas in your life, your job, your kids, if you have some, your boss, um, your company, your employees, if you run a business, um, your extended family, your other, you know, if you have animals, your other, you know, demands of life, all the areas of your life and really rate yourself, how much stress are you experiencing in all of them and where are the demands coming from? Because sometimes the demands are there and they're real and sometimes we create those demands by ourselves because we want to be so, so helpful. So if you had to recognize where can I, first of all, reduce the amount of stress coming in that is created in my life, really edit and notice, make some notes and make starts making adjustments, right? For example, what, what we did with my husband, we used to go to all the birthday parties. If our kids were invited, we would just go. We wouldn't even think about if this is what we want to do this weekend, if this is something that adds to the quality of our life that we want to have, how does that make us feel? We would just say yes to every birthday party invitation because you know, we love our kids and we want them to be happy and connect with people. But at some point we realized that every weekend of doing so was taking away and adding more stress because we would do things that not always brought us joy and um, took away our own time to kind of take care of ourselves after the whole week of work. So when you say yes to something and no to something else, to something else really check how am I saying yes to things that create more pressure for me instead of things that sometimes can really alleviate um, the demands, right? So instead of going to the birthday parties, maybe you go and take a massage. Maybe you just go for a walk and be outside by yourself. Just finding ways of really removing what is not for you and it's creating stress. What I see in, in a lot of relationships and polarity is when, when a man pursues a woman, there is a difference between pursuing from the masculine and being needy. And the same, you know, when we talk about women, if I'm a woman and I am dating and every guy that asks me out, asks me out, I feel so excited about like, that's it. I'm gonna, you know, this is it, this is it. And I become this needy person and I am the one initiating texting and reaching out and leaning in. Even if you're at the dinner, if you are leaning in all the time, you are the one that is more needy and I don't say it's wrong. Again, we all want connection, so it's understandable, but I need you to be noticing where am I so needy, right? Uh, specifically in the beginning of the dating, let's say, 
that um, I'm the one pursuing the man. And what happens for a man then? He gets disinterested, right? So we can see how this neediness in energies um, is, is not working often. And when we get into the relationships, I don't say don't express your needs. It is healthy to say, you know what? I, I would love if you, if you massage my feet, that would feel amazing. I'm so tired. Like express your needs in a relationship. Uh, if you have a you know, need for communication, you can say, you know what? When we have time together and we just sit outside and have deep conversations, I feel deeply cared for. Express that need. You can express that needs, but there is a difference between between neediness, I cannot survive with you, or if you leave me, or if you say no to me, like I will keep convincing you. Women do that a lot in dating. Let me show you how great I am. Let me give you all the reasons why I'm doing this. But anxiously attachment do it as well in dating. That's not masculine energy. That is more of the like wounded feminine. Like, let me show you how great I am and I will convince you and I will be in this needy, needy energy. So just noticing how both men and women, where we are unbalanced in those energies, how we start behaving because we all crave connection. So many of us have unconscious beliefs we are not aware of, and we just act out in our behaviors when we are around men, of course, unknowingly. So I want you to really recognize, what do I believe about men? What do I believe about men in relationships? What do I believe about men and trusting men when they are in a relationship or dating? Very important. Very important to know. Do you think there are good men out there? Do you believe that all men, that all good men are taken? Do you believe that dating scene is um, not attractive today? Whatever you believe will create the results for you. So those beliefs are very important. And if you are unaware of them and you just say them and say them as facts and I hear it every day, there are no good men. Men don't want to commit. All the good ones are taken. It is too late for me. The clock is ticking and I need to have a kid. So it better happens this year. This creates the energy and vibration of hopelessness, feeling desperate, um, really doesn't create any vibration of energy of abundance, love, pleasure, playfulness. So if you are in that space, guess how you show up when you are around men? And you already know the answer to that. So first thing is find your intimacy fears. Find what blocks you from being interested in dating or attracting the good quality of men. Or if you are attracting avoidant men and emotionally not, not ready men, Again, it's a mirror of a part of you that is emotionally uncomfortable with yourself. Second thing we tend to do as women, because we love connection, we love relationships, and even though we are so successful, we still want love. We don't want to be doing life alone, even though we enjoy our single, singleness, or maybe we don't enjoy it so much, we want a man in our life. So if we meet someone, we move too fast, too soon, and too deep. We meet a guy, we go on a date, it goes well, and immediately we create a fantasy and a story that this is the guy, that this is going to work out for us, and immediately after this, we take it to the bedroom way too fast. And what happens with us women when we do that? We attach ourselves. The hormones release during the intercourse course, make us feel very attached. We are dreaming. 
we are thinking of them all the time, even though we went on like three dates. For a man, this experience is very different. He can like you, he can enjoy you, but having a sexual experience with you doesn't mean he is now completely in love with you and will commit. And I will even say, more often than not, if that happens way too fast, the man will not commit. Why? And I will tell you why. Because the man needs to feel like you are a challenge. He needs to feel like he's pursuing you. He needs to feel like you are the woman and the prize that he will do whatever it takes for to receive. And when we just give away our time, our focus, our attention, our body without the understanding, if our values are the same, if our lifestyle ideas are aligned, if we both want to grow, whatever that is for you. If you are not aligned and we just go too fast, too deep, too soon, it's, it's an indication for the man that you are not serious in some way. And it's very easy. Then another behavior that we so unconsciously do and we call it communication is criticism. We just find everything, everything, <laughs> and we start criticizing. And very often with criticism, what we do, we almost take like we assassinate his character. You know, it's not only that something is not done. It's like you are the person that didn't do it and you are you are not caring for me and you are selfish. And the criticism is really low vibration, like all of the behaviors that I'm mentioning. It's not holding you as a queen, as the prize, as this valuable woman that you are, that this magnet that that inspires him. It's literally you missing something within yourself and then within the relationship and you think the the way to get there is to criticize him and tell him how horrible he is but then i want to ask you if somebody criticizes you do you feel inspired do you want to do better or do you want to say screw this <laughs> i quit <laughs> because we don't understand that in every relationship we talk about romance right now but even with your employees with your colleagues with your children Criticism is not a great motivator. It's, it's really a turnoff. And um, when, when you keep going with this, not only do you feel like ugh and yucky inside, it's literally this feeling of like disgust almost, right? because you must be so unhappy to be constant, constantly criticizing him. But also he starts feeling like I'm never good enough for her. I do nothing, nothing well here. No matter what I do, I mean, this is what I get. Right. So at some point, you know, depending on a man, at some point, the man can just give up and be like, OK, I just don't I just give up. That's it. At some some other man will call you out if he you know, he's strong enough for for that to call you out. But also I will tell you, sometimes a man can call you out and you still don't hear it. He will say, stop criticizing me. But what I see often happening in those situations is when you criticize him constantly, he gets activated and then we go in fight, fight mode, fight, fight mode, and we are both losing. And then we don't speak to each other. And then we have this silent treatment. And then, you know, we go and call our friends and have all the stories of how horrible my partner is. So please make sure to understand within yourself, why am I being critical of him right now? What is the need that is not being met for me? And before I demand it of him, can I do this for myself? When I have one of you on my call and I ask, have you, when was the last time you told your partner, babe, 
I feel so well taken care of when you make me coffee in the morning or when you take care of the kids. I feel like I'm looking at a strong, fantastic man. When was the last time you've complimented your partner this way? And if it starts mm, making you very uncomfortable, then this show is for you. Because you are so great at giving him tasks and lists of tasks that he can complete and all your demands. And we demand and demand and demand of men so much without noticing that we are not celebrating them. And celebration of a man is not only for a man, but for you. In order for you to look at him and see all the ways that he is really thinking about you, that he's being mindful of you, you need to be able to slow down and let me tell you, if you are a high achieving woman or in any position of leadership, slowing down sounds so not attractive to you. <laughs> what do you mean slowing down on me? Well, I need to be fast. I need to move. I need to communicate. People need to understand I'm the powerhouse and, you know, I take control. What do you mean slowing down? Well, yes, ladies, slowing down is the thing though. Because when you slow down, you increase your ability to recognize when a man is loving you, when a man has best intentions. When you slow down, your breath slows down, your heartbeat slows down, your nervous system feels more safe. You are able to also feel more present to yourself and recognize where am I? <laughs> coming out swinging constantly, right? Because that's what we do as women. We come out and we swing the, you know, the bat, like do this, do that. You are not doing enough of this and you did this in the wrong way. And it almost seems like when we don't slow down and we don't know how to be present, that there is nothing that the man can do correctly or properly or good enough for us. And when, and when you think, do I have to do this for him? No, dear soul, you have to do it for yourself because you want to feel connected. You want to feel desired. And let me tell you this, a man who feels like I'm never good enough is going to give up at some point. It's going to stop trying because literally what's the point? What's the point? Then another behavior that we so unconsciously do, and we call it communication, is criticism. We just find everything, everything, <laughs> and we start criticizing. And very often with criticism, what we do, we almost take like, we assassinate his character. You know, it's not only that something is not done, it's like you are the person that didn't do it and you are you are not caring for me and you are selfish and the criticism is really low vibration like all of the behaviors that I'm mentioning it's not holding you as a queen as the prize as this valuable woman that you are that this magnet that that inspires him it's literally you missing something within yourself and then within the relationship and you think the the way to get there is to criticize him and tell him how horrible he is. But then I want to ask you, if somebody criticizes you, do you feel inspired? Do you want to do better? Or do you want to say, screw this, <laughs> I quit? <laughs> because we don't understand that in every relationship, we talk about romance right now, but even with your employees, with your colleagues, with your children, 
criticism is not a great motivator. It's it's really a turnoff. And um, when when you keep going with this, not only do you feel like ugh and yucky inside, it's literally this feeling of like disgust almost, right? because you must be so unhappy to be constant, constantly criticizing him. But also he starts feeling like I'm never good enough for her. I do nothing, nothing well here. No matter what I do, I mean, this is what I get, right? So at some point, you know, depending on a man, at some point the man can just give up and be like, okay, I just don't, I just give up. That's it. At some, some other man will call you out if he, you know, he's strong enough for, for that to call you out. But also I will tell you, sometimes a man can call you out and you still don't hear it. He will say, stop criticizing me. But what I see often happening in those situations is when you criticize him constantly, he gets activated and then we go in fight, fight mode, fight, fight mode, and we are both losing. And then we don't speak to each other. And then we have this silent treatment. And then, you know, we go and call our friends and have all the stories of how horrible my partner is. So please make sure to understand within yourself, why am I being critical of him right now? What is the need that is not being met for me? And before I demand it of him, can I do this for myself? We as women, even though we are mothers and we are the boss at work or in our company, being a woman, like it requires something different. You cannot be parenting your partner. Like that is like, just imagine this. If he wanted to be parented, he would still be living with his mother and he's not. He has chosen you, his queen. He had you on a pedestal. Like when you were dating, I'm sure your energy was so much different. And I don't tell you that you still have to be the same person. But when you were dating, you made sure that you looked good, right? It doesn't mean that you are a certain amount of pounds, but what it means, you took care of yourself. You respected yourself enough to make sure you feel good how you dress, how you carry yourself, what you did with him while dating. Like you had a lot of adventures of fun moments and now shift into the five years into marriage, let's say, or partnership. And what are we doing? Do you tell him to stop doing certain things because they are not healthy for him? Like really catch yourself. It becomes such a routine and it becomes so automatic that you are unable to catch it when you have to. Right? So if you are finding yourself always repeating the same conflict, always having the same arguments, um, your sex life is not where you want it to be. You don't feel desired by him. You feel like, what is happening right now? Right? It's already a red flag, meaning you need to take a moment to reevaluate. Mm, and when I look at myself, like literally ask yourself that if I look at myself and my habits and how I treat myself and how I think and what I do with my emotions, would I like to be in a relationship with myself? That goes for both men and women. Would I like to have sex with myself? Like just my energy. <laughs> or is there something that um, I'm not really taking care of? So I look sloppy. I don't care. I just emotionally damp, I complain all the time and I'm happy, nothing can, can make me feel satisfied. Like, would I like to be in a relationship with a person of this attitude? Thank you so much for loving yourself enough to spend the time deep diving into what you need to feel, heal and connect again. 
My hope is that you are able to connect with yourself and others differently today. Please share this with other women in your life. It is time we share the wealth when it comes to connecting deeply with ourselves and those around us. Make sure to write a review on all your favorite listening platforms and join us on YouTube as well. You can always learn more about working with me at ludmiwawoodruff.com and I will see you next week. Thank you.